So it's career fair season here at Kent State University. Lots of nervous energy, sweaty palms, business suits, and resumes at the ready. And this week I was standing just outside one of those career fairs here on campus, wanting to check in with students making their way in and out of the event. Did they feel ready? Did they feel nervous? And what was their strategy for something like this? First I ran into Sean. He's a business minor in addition to studying political science. And Sean had this to say. Um, I'm always extremely nervous when it comes to job fairs. And I think that's something where you kind of, you have to sit in your anxiety and you have to be comfortable with it. Because a little bit of anxiety here is okay, it's going to make you better. When approaching job fairs, you're going to look at employers and say, okay, they have nothing for me. And that's a lie. <laughs> um, there will always be positions that they're hiring for that you wouldn't think. Like Dominion's here right now. I didn't think they had anything offer, um, for me that I would be interested in. They have um, something called uh, right-of-way. So that's that wasn't something I would have ever thought of that they would offer. But it does match my field. It matches what I want to go into. Um, and it made for a good conversation. So expect the unexpected. Always. Next, I bumped into Michael. Michael's majoring in human resources management here in the College of Business, and he described his strategy for the day like this. I made sure to print multiple uh, resumes. I always know that, you know, if they're giving down your contact information, just give them a whole resume with everything on it, just in case. It also looks more professional that way. Um, I, I mean, I dressed up also for my fraternity's chapter meeting tonight, but like, you know, I'm, I'm dressed properly. I, I made sure to groom properly for today. Um, and I just kind of came in with a smile, made sure that I'm, I'm, I'm easily approachable, I guess you can say. Like, it's easy for employers to talk to me and also have a couple questions in my head for them, because I think that it's always better to have a couple questions asked instead of just them asking questions. So, Anything else, like, in general about career fairs that you would uh, just share? Just be willing to go to them, I think. I think sometimes we can, like... You can be so apathetic and just be like, eh, we'll go to the next one. But, like, there, like even if you don't apply for any, you know, even if a job doesn't, like, come back and ask you for something, at least you got that experience and at least you got out of the house for a day and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and put on your best self for a while and reminded yourself that, you know, get into my, you know, interview personality first and that kind of, like, keeps you from getting rusty for your, between this job and your next interview, I guess. So. So whether you're a detailed planner or not, or you've ever stepped into a career fair before or not, the conversations you're about to hear can help you set a basic strategy and an approach for making that introduction that a recruiter can appreciate. From the Kent State University College of Business Administration, this is Ready for Business, a series focused on the readiness of business students as they hit the market for internships and full-time jobs. My name's Andy Wind, and my teammates and fellow career service pros are on a mission to help talent and opportunity meet. For us to better understand what's expected in being ready for a job or internship search, we've sat down with 10 professional recruiters from a variety of companies, large and small, and we've asked them exactly how they make their decisions on which candidates are ready for the job and which are not. This week on Ready for Business, we're talking career fairs. In our Truth About Cover Letters episode, one of the main points that we heard was the advantage of meeting a recruiter face-to-face -face, and how the power of introducing yourself in person can create such a solid first impression. 
you know, being able to shake a student's hand, meet them face to face, and get at least an initial sense for what it is they're looking for and how they might fit is really the key for me. Several employers that I spoke to as part of this project emphasized that same point, that the power of meeting in person, whether you're actively seeking a position or just scoping out the company for an opportunity later on, it's far higher when you're meeting face-to-face. And career fairs are designed for that very thing. Go to them. Just go to them, get to know people. You never know what meeting one new person will do for your future. So, you know, I think as a recruiter, if I sign up for to go to go for just to a job fair in general, that's opening up the door for how many people to get an opportunity to change their lives. I'm Susan Denton, and I am from Medical Mutual. I am a senior corporate recruiter with them. The more you go to, the more opportunities, the more doors that will open, and the more opportunity you will you'll have to learn what's a good fit for you. Hi, my name is Rachel Higgins. I am the Executive Director of Recruitment for Northwestern Mutual. Attend any and every career fair networking event that you can. Ask questions and and don't be afraid if there's something you want to know, whether even it's just, hey, how did you get involved in this career or how did you get started with ABC Company? Ask those questions and get to know as much information as you can. Don't be afraid to grab a business card or ask for their information and then follow up with a LinkedIn request. it's all about who you know, whether that's a company you want to work for or, or, or connect with. It's, it's great to just have somebody in your, your personal connection for future. My name is Alyssa Angeletti. I am the HR and talent lead at Vision 360. I also would recommend um, students coming as freshmen. While you may not get an internship out of it, um, it's important to start going. And then by the time you are a junior, you could have visited that table six times. Um, and they really know who you are. Um, for companies who don't take sophomores like us, um, we don't take them unless they're quote unquote rock stars is what we call them. But I had last summer, um, I actually did have a sophomore intern. Um, and that's because he came up to my table since his freshman year every year. And then his sophomore year, I was like, I can't deny you anymore. You're great. So, you know, we we built that relationship since he was a freshman. And then I took him his sophomore year when typically we take juniors and seniors for our program. But if you've ever felt slightly anxious about attending a career fair, perhaps it's because they do have this reputation of being such a key moment in your search for that next professional step. So no surprise, they are going to bring out the nerves, sweaty palms, and butterflies. And that's perfectly okay. You notice the nerves, but I think the nerves are fine. Nerves are natural, and if you're nervous and you got sweaty palms, that's great. Hi, I'm Matt Klaus. I am HR Director with Fathom. I just want to see the genuineness of your personality though. So come come and smile and genuinely say hi and ask how your day is going and you know just start the conversation. Uh, I realize that you're nervous meeting somebody new in the moment and it's you know it's a pressure cooker in some of those rooms sometimes. But I feel like it's we're just two people. This is just a conversation. No one's going to get their head bit off. No one's going to get hurt. It's going to be okay. And I think if you can just be yourself as best as you possibly can be and shake, have a good handshake and a good smile and good eye contact. Um, those are nonverbals that you can control and you can still be nervous and you can still pull it off. Even if you've got a slightly sweaty handshake, employers are here and they're happy to meet you. So to avoid letting the moment slip right by, let's explore what our guests had to say on some strategies to feel more prepared, 
more confident, and more focused walking into a career fair or any networking event where you'll be meeting professionals face-to-face and working for that solid first impression to help your candidacy. The first piece of advice that I heard consistently when talking to recruiters about a good career fair strategy was coming up with some sort of plan of action before you even arrive. Take some time to research the companies attending, especially those you're targeting or you've got a strong interest in working for. Make any and all efforts to research and know who they are. Hi, this is Lynn Murphy. I'm the Director of Recruiting at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. And I think ahead of time, looking at who's going to be there, who do I want to go see? These are my top five, so let me do a little bit of research on them, find out what jobs they're hiring for, doing that ahead of time as well. So LinkedIn is a great resource for preparing for a career fair. My name is Sarah Martin. I'm the HR and Recruitment Specialist with Bober Markey Fedorovich. Many times, I believe students do get a list of the employers that will be there. So use that list. Go online. Jump on LinkedIn, look up that company, figure out, you know, typically it is the recruiter who's attending the career fair. Um, There could be, you know, somebody else from human resources um, or other professionals. So sometimes it it can be hard to, I guess, determine exactly who might be there. But certainly if there's a recruiter at that company or that firm, chances are they'll be at that event. Um, So it doesn't hurt to to look over their profile, kind of get a sense for, for them Um, And then definitely doing research on the company or firm that you're interested in. I would say pick at least five to six, um, if not more. Um, You know, maybe that five to ten range going into a career fair. This way it doesn't seem as daunting, too, when you walk in and there's 50 or 60 employers. Um, If you've got a list of, you know, five to ten that you know you definitely want to talk to, I think it'll just really help keep you focused and help keep you from getting too overwhelmed because it can feel very overwhelming, especially if it's your first career fair that you're attending. Yeah. If you're truly interested in getting an internship at that company, um, you should know a little bit about what they do. <laughs> so it's just, that's one of the, the rockiest starts I can I can get um, is, you know, what does your company do or, or just, you know, not even knowing anything about them. It's, it's very easy to go online or to on Handshake and, and figure out which companies you should be looking at um, beforehand. I always recommend students, it's okay to put little notes in your padfolio and open it up while you're talking to me. Um, if you had specific questions that you came with to ask me at the career fair, that immediately sets you apart from other students who are just handing me the resume. If you did your, your research beforehand and have questions about the internship posting or something you saw on our website at the actual career fair before you, you know, get that interview, um, that immediately sets you apart. The next bit of advice from recruiters, before you arrive at the career fair, plan out your attire and what you'll need to physically bring with you on event day. My name is Tiffany Proud, and I am a senior human resources recruiter at FedEx Custom Critical. So I think first and foremost, impressions are everything, right? Um, And one thing that I really love about Kent State and their career fairs is one of the first impressions we see is how well-dressed most individuals are when they attend. Um, So it's not they're rolling out of bed, coming in in their yoga pants and their tank tops, And just like, okay, whatever. Most of the time um, when people come to the career fairs, they're dressed professionally and and that makes a great first impression. 
the preparation for, for me is, is really my big the big thing that I look for at career fairs. But um, I think if, if there's anything else that that I could give any advice to, it maybe just uh, you know have some questions prepared. You know it, that that are consistent for every company that you that you talk to. Um, again, you 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 students that are getting ready to graduate. I mean, you're going to get these jobs, and yes, the idea is to get the job, but you also have to think about is that the right job for you? Is that the right company for you? So make sure that you're doing your own homework for yourself and uh, ask that same company, or I'm sorry, ask all the companies at that career fair similar questions. So you can kind of compare and contrast those companies against themselves. Hi, my name's Kate Blake, and I'm a recruitment specialist at Sherwin-Williams. Have your portfolio, have your resumes ready. I would recommend maybe 20 or so resumes. That's probably a good number to bring with you. Um, so having those items and, and really presenting that professional um, demeanor, that'll be a great way to get started. So now you're ready to go. The day of the career fair has arrived. You check in, you get your name badge, take a deep breath, and into the room you go. So here's when I asked our guests about what they prefer to have happen next. I asked, what do you like to see when a student approaches you at a job fair? Describe that moment when it goes really well. So when you go up to that recruiter, you know, you have, you've got your resume and, and making sure that you have some sort of introduction. I think one of the things, one of the downfalls, I would say, of, of students would be walking up to the recruiter and waiting for us to make you know, kind of that first move or the first conversation, you know, we want to hear from you. Um, we want to know what year you are here at Kent State. What is your major? Um, what is it that you're interested in? So making sure that you have a solid, you know, what most people will call an elevator speech ready to go so that you can confidently walk up and make that introduction. Um, I think that's certainly something that um, stands out. It's walking up and saying, hey, this is what I've done to research your organization and get to know you a little, as much as I possibly can, here's some of the questions that have come from that research. Man, those are good conversations. As opposed to, again, like, like we just talked about, me telling you about the, the very high-level overview of our business that, quite frankly, you could probably pull from our website. Um, so if you have done your research on us and you've compiled a couple of questions, especially if we're one of those companies that were at the top of your list of folks to talk to at a career fair, and you know who you are, you go to the career fair to talk to three companies and then you go home, <laughs> right? I get it. Uh, I was there. I was there too. But if we're one of those three, then bring the heat, like treat it like you're coming to an interview and and assume that that you might make a a really good connection with with that firm of your dreams or that company of your dreams. If you're going to come up to the table, like go all in, Own come it. in, introduce yourself, tell them what you're interested in. And if you're not, then move on to your point. Definitely. And never be afraid to come talk to somebody, even if you haven't done your research ahead of time. Hi, this is Marie Henry. I am a university relations manager at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. You know, you never know where the conversation can go or what the company has to offer. It might not be something that was posted online that just maybe that day came up and we're hiring for this now. So, you know, if you are looking for extra people to talk to or you have some extra time, approach that person. You never know where the conversation can go. So up to this moment, we've been describing a plan for approaching the companies that you've likely taken some time to research, read about and identify as one of your top targets. But what about when, by pure happenstance, you stumble upon a new, unexpected company that you didn't have any research on beforehand? 
I ran this question by our guest too. I asked, how would you recommend students approach you at a career fair if they're learning about your company on the spot? So that's okay to be up front and say, you know, I, I didn't know what your company did, but I was just walking by and you caught my interest because I see that you are in the technology space. That's fine to be up front. Um, but if you are just going up to every table asking, what does your company do? Um, you did not do your research at all. And the colleges have been shifting to handing booklets out to students before the career fair where you can go on to Handshake and see what every single company that's attending so kind of coming in with that overall strategy and game plan of who you're going to talk to, I think, is, is huge. Just like any other interaction in our social lives, career fair conversations and introductions don't always go smoothly. So I wanted to explore some of those moments when employers felt that things were off to a rockier start than perhaps we'd like. We're uncovering these pitfalls so that you can better understand and avoid them during your next career fair. There were several mentioned. I'm, I'm highlighting three as the most consistent rocky starts that could be tough to bounce back from. Rocky start number one, information overload. While it's important to approach your target companies with a plan and some research points to discuss, there is going to be a point where this preparation can be excessive, distracting, and just not sound like a natural conversation. So when I'm meeting someone for the first time, I really want to have a conversation with them. I don't want them to just talk at me. So I think the best thing you can do is to try to get in, meet someone new, and start with having a conversation. So there's a lot of information that can be can be shared during a conversation um, where you're just not like overloading the newest person that you're trying to impress with your information. Um, so approach them, get to know them, ask questions. They'll ask you questions, and it just turns into a nice conversation about what you're interested in. Um, but don't just walk up to someone and just start, you know, saying these are my facts. This is what I need. Um, just get to know the person, and you know things will naturally get there. As important as the elevator pitch is, uh, you want to be able to have that very natural conversation. We've we've had a number of people that uh, they have phenomenal elevator pitches, but they're so scripted it isn't natural. And if we interject during that time, uh, it throws them off completely. My name is Andrew Trotter. I'm with the Fastenal Company. So I would have two or three bullet points of your elevator pitch ready to go um, in case that happens. Uh, but just be natural, be yourself. We're, we're always our best when we're ourselves. Rocky start number two, body language that signals a lack of self-confidence and a lack of interest in the conversation you're having. Being confident, um, smiling, having a positive attitude, like you're excited that you want to come talk to us. Um, you know, if you think of, of a person that's happy and open uh, versus someone who's, you know, uh, looking at the floor and really doesn't want to talk to us, um, it, it just puts off a very negative uh, vibe at that point. Um, you know, the, some of the first things that, that, that I'm thinking of is, you know, how are, if, if you're acting this way in front of me, are you going to act the same way in front of a customer when, when I'm not there? Uh, so the people who are just naturally comfortable and confident uh, in that awkward situation, um, I'm feeling comfortable and confident that when they're out there wearing a blue fastenal shirt, they're, they're going to do a good job and represent the company and themselves well.
And finally, rocky start number three, getting caught up in the excitement and forgetting that recruiters are people too. Um, if you kind of just stand there and you don't ask me questions and you just watch me look at your resume and ask you a bunch of questions, if you don't have any questions for me, I think that's something throughout the entire time we're talking can be a big turnoff. Um, and I know that some of that comes with shyness and, you know, recruiting in the technology space that happens. Um, but just, just don't be shy. Um, it's very easy for me to say that on this end. But, you know, sometimes the recruiters are also nervous to talk to you. I still get little butterflies, too. So we're in the same boat. Just don't be nervous. Let a little bit of your, your personality shine through. I know I keep coming back to that, but it's so huge. So one other thing I'd say to avoid during a career fair is that balance between how long do I talk to the recruiter? So you want to be able to to talk with the recruiter for enough time for them to at least get to know you, understand what it is you're looking for, whether it's an internship or full-time. But you also want to be mindful of overstaying your welcome. Usually at career fairs, there's hundreds of students coming in. There could possibly be a line behind you. So just picking up on those social cues, um, you know, especially if it is you know, very crowded. And again, if there's a line behind you, certainly you want to be able to get your time in with the recruiter. Um, but just being mindful of that balance between talking for enough time and maybe talking to them for too much time. Now comes the moment when the event is wrapping up. You've made it. The career fair is over. You're sighing relief as you're walking out the door. But don't forget there's still one step to complete before your career fair mission is accomplished. As our guests will explain in a second, you've built up some great momentum today at this career fair. Don't let that momentum fizzle and fade. Here are some ways that recruiters recommend that you keep that conversation going. So I will just add, when you are going through a career fair or an info session or anything where you're meeting an employer and you're definitely interested in the role, grab their business card and, uh, and connect with them on LinkedIn because it's a great way to keep that communication going or even through email. But, you know, having them on LinkedIn is just that extra you know, step that you could could get you the job because you connect with them and say something nice. Um, so just making sure that you're covering all your bases. And I think this is where people can really stand out uh, is, is in maintaining that relationship. So just as I talked about, you're coming up to me, we're two people, we just want to create a relationship and get to know each other. And, you know, there requires preparation on both parts. But um, it is just that it's a relationship. So think about the relationships that you have in your own life. It's small check-ins here and there. It's, hey, I'm alive. Uh, I'm thinking about you. Um, hope you're doing okay. You know, little things like that. And in, in the business world, it's, it's a little bit more formalized, right? Uh, hey, I noticed that your company had a recent blog post about X. And I thought that was really interesting. Just letting you know that I'm still available or I'm, I'm coming up to graduate very soon here. And I'd love to know about any entry-level opportunities if they come along. Man, that's a nice email to get from somebody. And it shows me that they care. It shows me that they're hungry and that they want to work uh, for us or, or explore the opportunity at least. Um, so keeping that communication alive consistently. Um, I'll go into maybe a little bit more detail. Um, you don't have to message me every week. Uh, you could, you know, maybe once a month, once a quarter. Um, I, I imagine that, you know, at the intern and entry level uh, level, um, you're going to be thinking more on the maybe once a month touch point. And it could be as simple as a, an email to me or a LinkedIn message. 
Um, that's all it takes. Just a little couple of sentences to let me know that you're thinking about us and that uh, you're still really interested. So in quick review of what we've heard about career fairs, having a plan can be very helpful for many. Knowing who will be at the event, what they do, and how their opportunity may be a good match for your goals will make your day much easier and productive. But at the same time, don't pass up that opportunity to engage with someone that perhaps you didn't get the chance to research beforehand. Staying flexible may lead to some opportunities that you didn't plan for. Next, follow up after the career fair. Keep that positive momentum going and the communication lines open between yourself and the new contact that you've just added to your network. And last but certainly not least, during career fairs, watch out for those awkward rocky starts like robotic elevator speeches, disengaged body language. If you're worried about this one, practice. Practice with friends, or better still, get connected to your career services team and practice with us. Teams like ours are on campus to help you through this internship and job search process from start to finish, and that includes practicing moments like conversations at career fairs. The Ready for Business podcast series is a production of the College of Business Administration at Kent State University. Special thanks goes out to our Marketing Communications and Public Relations office for making sure these episodes are making it to your podcast feeds. Find all of our episodes as well as contact information and appointment scheduling links for the College of Business Career Service Office at www.kent.edu business. Special guests for this Ready for Business series include Sarah Martin of Bobor Markey Fedorovich, Molly Phelps and Andrew Trotter of Fastenal, Matt Klaus of Fathom, Tiffany Proud of FedEx Custom Critical, Susan Denton of Medical Mutual, Rachel Higgins from Northwestern Mutual, Marie Henry and Lynn Murphy of Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Kate Blake of Sherwin-Williams, and Alyssa Angeletti of Vision 360. If you work in HR and want to learn more about recruiting business students at Kent State University, drop us an email at bizcareers at kent.edu. That's B-U-S careers at kent.edu. To Sean Short and Michael Tosti, who we heard at the top of the episode, thank you again for sharing your time and your thoughts about your career fair experience. To the rest of you, don't forget to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, as it helps others find out about the project. Next time on Ready for Business, because you had such a good career fair, you're being called in for job interviews. So find out what our guests are saying about interviewing strategies, both good and bad. We're back with episode six in just a few weeks. Keep making it a great semester and go Flashes.